welcome, and thanks for listening to AGI SureTrack Coffee Talk. Today's episode is Welcome to the Team, a conversation with Senior Product Manager Shane Rollins. Here's your host, Laura Hankey. Hey, thanks, Brian, and good morning, everyone. Hope everyone had a great holiday break. We're so glad that you're back here joining us this morning as we kick off 2021 Coffee Talk. You know, we've already got a fantastic lineup scheduled for these first couple of months. And here this morning, we are kicking things off with our very own Shane Rollins. Shane, how's it going this morning? It's going well. We're uh, we're uh, we're healthy. We're happy. Had a great holiday season behind us. We're ready to get back to work, I feel like. All right. Great to hear. So, you know, to get things started here this morning, we're talking about you being new to the AGI SureTrack team. So let's go ahead and jump right in and talk a little bit about your role as Senior Product Manager. So I, I'm involved with uh, specifically the fields team. Um, working with them, I've been working with the development team to get them introduced to kind of what an actual uh, precision ag platform is and, and kind of beyond the bin manager that we already have, what are some of the other things that uh, the users could benefit from and having you know, the data stored and, and different types of things like that. So it's been really fun. And I've got a 10-week-old lab pup who doesn't understand we're doing this right now, so I apologize. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it's getting to know the team and, and really uh, kind of getting engrossed in what they've been doing and, and kind of showing them what my my outlook is and the, the road that I want to follow and uh, kind of blending those two together. Yeah. So what does a normal day look like for you? What does a day-to-day entail, Shane? Well, it's a little different than it would have been a year ago, for sure. Um, uh, here in the house, I've got my office and um, I spent a lot of time working with uh, multiple connectivity platforms, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, teams or whatever it is that we use and, uh, it's made it nice. Uh, I've, I've worked remotely for a few years now, so it wasn't a big change. Uh, the difference is now I don't travel as much and, um, you know, it's, it's seeing the industry kind of evolve into accepting that this is, you know, maybe not the new norm, but it is for now. Right. You know, you've got a pretty interesting story in getting involved in agriculture and, and how you came to work in agriculture as a career. Let's talk a little bit about that. Um, you were previously with AGI before um, joining the SureTrack team, but prior to that, you weren't in agriculture, correct? This this was a new transition for you. Well, so I was in agriculture, but mostly at the software-specific level. Prior to coming to AGI, uh, I worked as a product manager for another company uh, in ag software. And, um, but coming to AGI, the big thing was I got into the equipment side of things, which was something, and specifically as a territory sales manager, um, it allowed me to move back to my home territory here in the South. Yeah. What's your favorite part about your day-to-day of, of what you're doing now, Shane? My, my favorite part is is learning myself and then also bringing knowledge to the folks that I work with and knowing that what we're doing is going to so greatly benefit our users. Um, I feel like the, the, the voice of customer that we, we get from our user base and, and just from the industry in general, be able to take that and, and turn it into something that our team can, that our uh, users can, can make money with and can be profitable and really just be happy with in general, something that's a great tool. Yeah. So, you know, today you're three months, correct? Three months into your new role here with SureTrack? Yep. Great. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about that transition from AGI to SureTrack. Um, you know, obviously COVID has thrown some wrenches into to plans here in 2020 and, and starting out here in 2021. How has this transition been different and what are some of the things that you've done to overcome that? Yeah. So uh, if people don't know, you know, our headquarters is there in Lenexa. So it's a, it's a good six hour drive for me and I've made one trip since I started. And um 
so it's yeah it's been kind of unique in the fact that i'm working remotely but we're using you know our connectivity platforms and customers are now getting more accustomed to it so we're having uh, instead of phone calls now i'm getting a lot of messages from customers like hey why don't we use this platform or this platform because they really like the in-person feel of of the of the video and we're, i'm really working less on the phone and more on the machine which i think is great because you can get that that attention to detail of if people are really tuned in, you know, how are they feeling the facial expressions, things like that. So I'm a big fan of it. And, um, you know, honestly, I, I think that, uh, I think it's, it's good to know that we have all these things available to us and our customers have been really receptive of it. And our team works really well remotely. Um, I'm pretty happy with it. I think it's been good so far. Yeah, great. So, you know, talking about using a lot of that technology here today, how has adoption been on the farmer side? You know, obviously your sales team and, and you guys are visiting with those customers every day. Are you getting a lot of adoption across the whole spectrum of, of uh, farmers, you know, from the younger farmers all the way through the, those farmers who are getting ready to, to retire? Talk a little bit about that and um, what that adoption has looked like for you guys, Shane. Interestingly enough, I would challenge you to find a farmer, young or old, that doesn't have a smartphone. So they're pretty accustomed to that. Uh, at this point, they've um, they've gotten really accustomed to things being available at their fingertips, right? We kind of live in a in a now society where people want to bring up whatever they are. So uh, there are multiple platforms out there that they've been using that allow them to look at data here and now. Whether it's uh, market data, they're not making a phone call anymore. They're not they're not calling a buddy. They're not looking at the paper. They got their phone in front of them. So uh, it, honestly, adoption has been pretty good, I think, from top to bottom. I mean, you've got your folks that really don't like it and they still prefer a phone call or they want you to come visit. But I would say for the most part, this has been um, it's been pretty well adopted across the industry. And I think uh, I think it's uh, what, what has happened has been very rough for a lot of folks. But the fact that it happened in this time frame when we've had so much technology up till now, I think, has really softened the blow on on that for our customers. Yeah. You know, are you guys able as a team to still meet customers where they are? Are, are you able to do those face-to-face meetings um, or is everything remote here today? So, I mean, there are some things that we have to do in person, specifically when I work for the fertilizer division, you know, you're out taking measurements and you're taking pictures of things and you've got contractors on site and those things have to be done in person. But, you know, AGI has done a great job in, 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 uh, in really enforcing those social distancing rules. And beyond that, a lot of our customers have their own rules. So we kind of have a mutual agreement. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, it's really, I traveled a lot during that time. And uh, it was always nice knowing that I could travel with AGI having my best interest in mind. So if there was something I didn't feel comfortable with, or if a customer didn't feel comfortable with, it was a phone call, we both mutually agreed. And, and you know, we kind of took off with it. Yeah, absolutely. So things may look a little bit different, but they're still getting done. That's good to know. So, yes, ma'am. You know, we can talk all day about negatives that have come out of 2020 and, and COVID 19, um, but there are definitely some positives of, as well. Um, you know, you and I had a conversation here the last time we visited about, you know, just the additional opportunities for us folks that like to work remotely or, or have to work remotely. Um, talk a little bit about some of the positives that you have seen in 2020. Yeah, it's interesting, you know, um, a lot less pressure to be in the office in general. Um, it, you know, selfishly, it's kind of been great for me. Uh, I'm going to live where I want to live. Hopefully that's that's my goal. And and to know now that it's no longer a burden on my on the employer. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not uh, ignorant to the fact that I think we'll see a lot more visits to the office once things break, because there are a lot of goods that come from that. But knowing that now we've kind of on accident proven that we can all operate remotely and that things don't stop. I think it's been good for the industry. And I think it's, 
uh, I think it's good for employer and, and employee alike. Yeah, you know, we've talked about communicating with the customer, but what does that team communication look like? You know, I I know for me, I'm meeting with folks that I haven't necessarily met with a lot in the past. I mean, we've upped that to, you know, at at least once a month. Do you feel like communication has increased uh, because of some of the technology that we're adopting here today? I would say that I have exposure to folks that I normally wouldn't have because I feel like when you're in the office, you kind of live in your own little bubble and you... um, You've got your little team. Um, so, yeah, I would agree with that. I think I think this has improved communication as a whole. And I think as things go back to, you know, whatever normal is, I think it will have been a benefit on the communication side. Um, the thing I'm kind of spoiled being in product management and working with developers. All of my teammates are, are super in tune with technology. Um, it's a part of their life, both uh, personally and in a career standpoint. So uh, we haven't really skipped a beat on this side. We've, we've got a real good handle on it. Yeah, that's good to hear. So that's a great segue to my next question here. What's new in 2021 for SureTrack? Do you guys have a lot of things coming down the pike? There's a lot of great things coming down. Um, I'm really excited about a My John Deere integration that's coming for us. Uh, we've, we've kind of been teasing that a little bit. I think that's going to be a big win. There's quite a few different things that... Um, that we've got, we've got a lot of software things being done. There's a lot of hardware stuff coming. Um, I'm really excited about it. I'm like I said, I've only been here three months, so I'm still kind of learning all the things that we've been doing. But you know, specifically to our side, we're making a lot of good changes uh, in the fields pillar, and and seeing some of the things the hardware team is doing has got me really excited. I'm really, I'm really happy to be a part of this team. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, in the past, it's kind of been a, a, a conversation about bin manager, and it sounds like today everything is being integrated together, and, and that's really part of your job. Um, talk about what those conversations are looking like with some of those existing bin manager customers, Shane. So, it's interesting you bring that up because um, the bin manager piece, when I first started learning about it, was it really caught my eye. You know, this is way back before the next office, so I would visit. And then I got to come to the new office and see what they were doing. So I really started trying to figure out, you know, what, what can we do here to make some changes? And I identified some things that we can bring to those users around um, the way data is stored and kind of some uh, hierarchy things that, that can kind of help them get more information in the system to help them with that that farm to table aspect that, that SureTrack does such a great job with really managing where it's been, what was put on it, all that stuff. So uh, my main focus is on how do we enhance the the user usability for those customers right now? And then working with those customers to say, Hey, you know, what do you guys want? What do you need? We think we have an idea, but let's, let's get some feedback for you to make sure we're on the same page. Right. And you're in such a great area to do that too, there in the Delta, so much specialty cropping um, and, and really a lot of precision needed to, to make all of that work. Talk a little bit about what those conversations look like. I know we visited a little bit about extension here before we got started this morning. Um, how is that integration of technology helping farmers to streamline things today? Yeah, you know, down in the Delta specifically, it's it's a unique area, right? We've got two main acres of rice in the U.S. and half of it's in one state here in Arkansas mm-hmm. where I'm at. So, uh, Arkansas uh, rice production is very time-based. It's you know you've got so much time to get it in before you've got to flood the field, and then once it's flooded, there's no more driving through it. So everything is done via airplanes. So anytime you want to do a test or anytime you want to do anything specific that is out of the norm in rice production, um, it's it's a gamble on whether or not you get it in before it rains or anything like that. Knowing that we can use technology to not to do the things that the farmer wants to do, whether it's test plots or whether it's um, side-by-side trials, any of those things, 
we were able to do that using GIS platforms without having the farmer slow down. He didn't have to go and weigh every every grain uh, pass that he did when he was doing test plots and things like that. And that spilled over into the extension agencies. And and um, so working with all those folks, bringing technology to people in the Delta, which when I started in the Delta in about 2013, it wasn't real prominent. Uh, you know, rice production is pretty archaic. <laughs> so, uh, but it's come a long way in seven years, eight years now. And um, yeah, the, the, the technology really streamlines things and the people that are progressive and that adopt it quickly, um, they don't ever go backwards. Yeah. So, you know, whether you're talking about rice or you're talking about corn in Nebraska, that ability to not have to stop and just being able to get things done when you need to get things done, that's a pretty important aspect of any operation, I would think. Um, talk a little bit about how it's working across crops. You know, we, we focused on rice a little bit, but talk a little bit about how it's working across crops um, and what kind of value that's delivering back to the farmers. You know, interestingly enough, the, the whole precision ag industry started in the Corn Belt, right? It, it started in, in the I States and it took a long time to trickle down to us. So um, that's where I cut my teeth was there um, when, when planter technology was really taken off and to really see it affect, you know, farmers, when they don't have square fields, seeing planter shutoffs, and those things that they were just, it was like a kid in a candy shop watching these older farmers see this and see the dollars going back in their pockets. And one of the things I noticed is we were collecting all this data, right? And nobody was able to do it. We had all these agronomists and they had all these questions, but nobody could really get the data into, into any usable form. And that's where I really focused. So to your point, the data, it doesn't matter what crop, where you're at, if you're collecting data, you know that it's clean data, you can help help use you can help make decisions with that data knowing that it's completely agnostic and it's it's real it's real to your farm it's real to your area so that's where i really focus and that's something that i want to bring to the sure track platform right and with widespread adoption you know you're not just making management decisions based on your data you're able to <clears throat> excuse me aggregate a lot of that data and make those decisions based on what's working for you know folks a, a couple of farms over well, that's one of the great things, you know, SureTrack specifically has the, the ability to share your data with a trusted advisor. And in doing that, that trusted advisor generally doesn't just work for that farmer, but he can take that data and any of the other farmer data that he has access to and aggregate it to your point and then use it to help a single farmer make decisions knowing that, you know, I don't just have one data sample set. I've got multiples. I know they're all clean because I was involved from start to finish. And now we can help you make some really good decisions. And um, one of the things that's the most exciting to me and a great example of that is our seed selection tool in SureTrack. I think that's it's super polished. I think it, it, it brings a lot of horsepower to a farming operation. And um, I just look forward to building upon what's already there. Yeah. And, you know, from seed all the way through storage and, and really through sales, I mean, this is a complete package. You know, it's yeah. not like you're piecing things together from different companies. This is from seed all the way through sales, if you prefer. Um, talk about the the adoption of, of that whole process. Are, are you getting a lot of folks interested in that? Are they seeing the value? One of the things that, you know, in traveling is sales for the fertilizer division, the things that they loved was that AGI wasn't just a fertilizer com uh, equipment company. We weren't just a software company. We, we were, we, not only did we manufacture our own equipment, we also automated our own equipment. And now as I'm over here at SureTrack, we're doing the same thing, right? We have bin manager. We produce the majority of those parts. We automate all those parts. So we're in, we're in control of the quality control from start to finish across the whole process. And knowing that, a farmer historically could have multiple colors of equipment, could have multiple pieces of, of, of on-farm uh, automation. Well, who do you call when something doesn't work if there's multiple things connected to one another? It's kind of the old who's pointing fingers at who game. Now you just 
you call SureTrack and if you're using one of our systems, it's, it's SureTrack from start to finish. So we're going to help you get it done. Yeah. One phone call to get a problem solved. That's pretty powerful. Yes, so, you know, looking at wrapping up here this morning, Shane, is there anything that I haven't asked that you think we need to add to this conversation? You know, I, I think we covered most of the stuff that, that was important. I think it's very relevant to what's going on right now. And I think the biggest thing to me is um, I'm new. A lot of guys, a lot of people haven't seen my face. Uh, I hope to, hope you guys get to see it a lot more. And um, I look forward to hearing feedback from you and, um, you know, let me know what you love about SureTrack, some things that you'd like to see different. And uh, I'll be in contact with you. And I, I really appreciate the time to, to get introduced to everybody today. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we definitely appreciate you, uh, of course, being on the team and, and spending some time here with us this morning to talk about your role as senior product manager there for the AGI SureTrack team. Shane, thanks again for joining us. We sure appreciate it. Brian, I think we're ready to hand it over to you. Thanks for joining us for AGI SureTrack Coffee Talk. Connect with us on the web at agisuretrackcommunity.com.